Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Hey, good afternoon. We are uh, at AT&T Stadium. This is Big 12 Media Days, Day 2. Tom Barfield, John Morse, glad to have you with us. Lark Smith alongside as uh, we roll through the next couple of hours, bringing you all the ins and outs of Big 12 Media Day, Day 2. And, John, uh, obviously uh, another fun day here uh, at AT AT&T Stadium. Yeah, as we talked about last hour, fun to have uh, the other five schools here today, Oklahoma, Texas Tech, Iowa State, TCU, and Texas. Uh, You made the point yesterday, interesting, Oklahoma and Texas are Mm -hmm. here together on day two. Joey McGuire, the new head coach at Texas Tech. Sonny Dykes, the new head coach at TCU. So it's been a fun day so far. Indeed. And uh, we look forward to bringing you a lot of the the, uh, pageantry, if you will, of uh, of this uh, Big 12 media days in day two. Earlier today, uh, we had a chance to catch up with Matt Sines, and I know he's a, a dear friend of yours. And Boy, what what a what an interesting man and what an interesting uh, situation he has with the the national foot the uh, the football F- foundation. Yeah, uh, they're based in uh, Las Colinas National Football Foundation. You say, well, what's that? Well, they do a lot of things really to promote the sport of football and to uh, he would tell you protect the sport of football. Matt is. Uh, High school teammate of J.J. Joe, we'll hear him talk about that. And then they played against each other when Matt was at Rice and J.J. was at Baylor. But uh, Matt and the National Football Foundation do a lot of really, really good things. So it was great to have the opportunity to sit down and visit with him. Back with us from Big 12 Media Days in Arlington. Great to have uh, five more schools here today, but also the day began uh, with Greg Burks, uh, an official, the coordinator of officials for the Big 12 Conference, and then also uh, Matt Sign uh, from the National Football Foundation, giving his state, I'm going to say State of the Union. Okay. Matt Sign is with us now, the chief operating officer for the National Football Foundation, a really good friend, really good friend with J.J. Joe. I wish J.J. was here yeah. for part of the interview. I know how highly you regard J.J. J.J. is great. He's a you know, teammate of mine in high school, played against him and, uh, when I was at Rice and he was at Baylor, but he is just he's a superhuman being and um, I, I wish he was here today. I would love I to have seen him and, and, and caught up with him. Same here. I mean, it's such a long drive for him. I mean, he lives I know. 15 minutes away. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> who got the better, between you and J.J., who got the better of uh, of you guys when Baylor played Rice? Uh, when we we were um, we were two and zero against JJ as a starter. Oh, so my time at Baylor uh, against Baylor, we were three and one against Baylor. So, wow! Look at you. Um, you know, for some reason, you know, a lot of times you have something on on a team, and this and that was a team we felt confident about and and uh, had some good success. Yeah, how about that? Three and one. I'll, I'll bring that up to him. Yeah. Time I in see. fact, they they were number eight when we beat them in, in 91, so oh, yeah. I always like to bring that one Believe up. me, I remember that game. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot. I remember that game very well. Well, you're doing, uh, continue to do great work with the National Football Foundation. Mm-hmm. One of the things that, that you guys with that group sponsors, the William V. Campbell yeah. Award, right. which
which I always refer to as the academic Heisman. Yes. You you said flat out this morning it's the most prestigious award in college football. Well, it is cause, because, you know, it's, it's everything that, you know, everyone talks about and that – what college should be about, um, you know, development of the development of the person, but um, but taking care of your work off the field as much as on. And while you know all these options available to uh, young people today is fine, and I'm not against that. But at the end of the day, you need an education. And uh, for those who have, have taken that route and have chosen not only to take care of their business in the classroom, but to excel at it, they should be uh, championed and they should be celebrated at, at, at a different level because when, you, when you're at you know, an FBS school and certainly if you're a Big 12 player, you know, you know, how you balance your time commitments is, is not easy. Uh, because, and it's, so it's much, Baylor commit, time commitments can be much different than what it is at Mary Harden Baylor. And that's nothing against Mary Harden Baylor, but it's just going to be different because you, there's more press, there's more pressure, uh, there's more expectations, and there's more on the line. So it, it, it makes sense to say that it is the most important award, and it's something that everyone should really embrace because, uh, again, we need to be – people need to take advantage of the opportunities that a college education provides you. And as I said earlier, only 0.04% are going to make it in the NFL. Wow. So that means you know 99% have to find something else to do, and my guess is that 99% – Probably aren't going to have a lot of NIL deals moving forward. <laughs> Nothing against that, but right. it's a fact. Right. Very good. That's what we preach. Mac Rhodes preaches at Baylor, preparing champions for life. Yes. You know, and yeah. that is whatever their sport is, you got to be prepared for whatever it is beyond that. Right. Um, Big 12 has been well represented with the Campbell Award. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Kohler, the tight end from Iowa State, won it last year. Yeah, he had a uh, very soft 3.9 in mechanical engineering. Good so, <laughs> but you know, he, he was he's a he's a great kid, and and um, you know, Big 12 always does a great job of of nominating and. Um, making sure that because you can only nominate one player off your team and so um big 12 is a nice tradition of doing that i saw uh sam ocho around here from espn he was a campbell trophy winner um but we started we started picking a campbell trophy winner in 1990 the scholar athlete awards go back to 1959 and over that time there's been 41 players all time that have been national scholar athletes and then and inducted into the college football Hall of Fame. One of those 41 is Don Troll. Yes, yes exactly. The, the great Don Troll. Yes. So uh, uh, he's in high cotton there for sure. Absolutely, and very deserving. How about uh, <laughs> you mentioned uh, one other slide you put up was about the futureforfootball.com. Yeah. Tell us about that website and what's available there. So futureforfootball.com is um, that is uh, for us to promote the good in the game. We saw a need out there for uh, better storytelling, uh, better information from the experts. And we just we took it upon ourselves to do that, and so that was started back in 2014, and it's really advanced to now. And if you go to that website, it has great stories. We have probably a dozen experts who can answer questions, you know, from parents who are uh, about the game, questioning the game, you know, how to get involved with the sport. Because one of the things we always talk about is when you're talking about football, there's a place for everyone in the game. You don't have to wear a helmet. You don't have to wear a headset. And 
be a coach to be involved in the sport. Um, you can be a manager. You can be a trainer. You can be a doctor. You can be an official. You can be involved in the media. There's some place for everyone, no matter where you're from, what your age is. And uh, I was uh, the video that you showed that kind of wrapped up your presentation this yes. morning. Very well done video. Yeah, thank I, you. I thought that was very well done. Thank you. But it really just showed the the breadth and depth of football uh, and males and females. You had a lot of females in that video. Uh, absolutely. I mean, that's you know that's a, a part of the growth of the sport is, and the, I think the the interest has always been there, but now there's more avenues for females to get involved in the sport. Again, whether that's playing or whether that's being you know a coach you know you, right now you're seeing a lot of uh director of football operations um so um again the sport is for everybody and there's opportunities there so you have to you have to find them and and a lot of those opportunities you can find at, um, um, at our website that's cool futureforfootball.com yep. is that website uh you also gave us some football by the numbers yes uh, i took a picture of your slide up here uh, uh pretty as Astounding numbers, 81,000-plus players right now at 774 colleges and universities. Mm -hmm. That's all levels. That's a huge number. That is a huge number. And, and uh, again, you can see, again, how many they, you know, the, the programs that have started football during that time. You know, I think all you got to do is look at um, look at uh, Southwestern University yeah. there in Central Texas. And, um, you, you know, a lot of times it's a great way to get the, get the university to come together and nothing is better than in the fall going back to your alma mater getting involved um, and in a lot of areas it um, it raises male enrollment which the male enrollment has been going down for a number of years this is a way to get um, more males uh, going back to college but again when you add when you add football you know you're adding so you got the football team you got support I'm talking students here you know also now you're gonna add you're gonna add a band I mean there's a lot that so there's a, you have a lot of student bodies coming in. So, you know, Southwestern's an example, Texas Wesleyan here in Fort Worth. But, um, but again, you look at the 81,000 number, and you, what you have to think about, there's over a million playing in high school. Mm. So, so, again, <clears throat> we have to all remember that the 81,000 have been presented with a wonderful opportunity in some form or fashion to not only continue playing the game, but taking advantage of the opportunity that being on a college campus gives you. And there's still growth. Uh, you say 81 institutions have added football since yeah. 2008. Yeah. Seven that will kick off this season. That's, that's right. I mean, that? yeah, it, 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 it that's is not cheap either, is it? No, no. But, it, it, but if there's a commitment there, it can be done. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it, it could be, again, it can raise the, the number of your enrollment, uh, which obviously, you know, you know, financially it means a lot to a university. So, so the smaller unit, you know, might struggle for um, enrollment um, or they're looking for a, a way to raise more money for the endowment. Football is a great way to do it, and everyone is seeing that. It's, you know, obviously, as I like to call the football belt, which is, you know, kind of the, <laughs> the, the, the southern part of the United States. Right. Continuing with your uh, 81 uh, number theme, uh, well done with that. 81% graduation rate among FBS institutions. That's really impressive. That is impressive compared to 68% uh, at the normal you know, student level. So I, I think, again, you know, again, 
like I said earlier, nothing's perfect. No one, but everyone's working hard, and it's, it's worth the effort because you know we're we are we are graduating young people, and we are giving them opportunities, and a lot you know a lot of the opportunities aren't going to be out front for everybody to see, um, but they're earned opportunities nonetheless. But the, everyone is everyone's doing their part to make to make the business of collegiate sports better. Yeah. It's because it's evolving, uh, probably a lot faster. Faster than than anybody probably thought, but at the same time, college football is always a moving target. It always has been. Yeah, uh, your uh, yearly event, the National Football Foundation get together, I'm going to say, was in Las Vegas last year. Yeah. Las Vegas again here yeah. in December. Yeah. Boy, that's that's some kind of three days, isn't it? With what y'all do there, it, it really is, and it really is a who's who because the other thing you're getting you're getting a lot of the decision makers there. So obviously, you know, you have all the schools that have a Hall of Fame inductee, um, but you also, all the schools go, and so what ends up happening is you have over 150 athletics directors. Uh, you have, between FBS and FCS, you have about 18 conference commissioners. Uh, you have the heads of all the networks. Uh, you have the bowl people there. Uh, you have over uh, over 75 returning members of the College Football Hall of Fame. Uh, so, And we have NFL owners that go. So if you have anything to do with college football, you're there for those three there three days, um, and a, you know a lot of meetings take place. Um, obviously, there's the uh, a lot of receptions, but there's a lot of meetings that do take place, uh, whether it be by conference or uh, NCAA. So it's a great place to be, and um, um, I, I can't tell you how many times that you know we have to quietly set aside the room because you know someone's interviewing coaching candidates and <laughs> they need to stay to stay offline, and right. you know we do a good job of that very cool and this is your uh, 75th year yes. 75th uh, silver anniversary it is, uh, yep. season that's big it goes it, back to 1947 yeah it, it does and and um, you know like uh, the roots of our organization haven't changed we believe in the sport and, and what it does for a young person and um, so a lot of those same qualities uh, preserving uh, promoting preparing protecting uh, have held true all those 75 years and, and we're asked by the colleges and universities and now the high schools, so making a ball of amateur football, you know, we're asked to promote and protect the game. There's, I mean, you know, if you're a commissioner, there's a lot on your plate. If you're an AD, there's a lot on your plate. But at the end of the day, we need football. We need football to work, and that's kind of our job to be out there and promote. And we're going we're, we're to promote the good. You know, it's not our job to talk about the negative. I'll, we'll come back with, you have a negative? Well, how about thinking about these three positives? So that's, that's the way we go about it. Love that. Love Love that. Yep. Final thought, uh, the National Football Foundation College Hall of Fame, yep. three Big 12 uh, electees this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Michael Crabtree, you know, obviously his signature play was the, the win over uh, number one Texas. Uh, Terry Miller from Oklahoma State, who who was kind of that, he was the first <laughs> great running back before, right. you know, then you got the Thurman Thomas and Barry Sanders. <laughs> right. and, and Terry and, Miller was great, uh, though. He was great. Yeah. And David Thomas, he, he was a great player. So, yeah. And uh, obviously Roy Williams um, from Oklahoma. The from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. So yeah. you know three uh, three really good players, and, and you know you get you know essentially you know three different decades, you know two different eras of the sport. Obviously Terry played a much different era, but um, you know it's nice getting the different um, eras in there because Great. that's what's the really hard thing about selecting a Hall of Famer is uh, you're trying to compare. You know, let's take the 
receiver position. You know, you're trying to compare a receiver from the early 70s to, you know, the ones of now or 10 years ago. And it, it's a tough comparison because yeah. the, the numbers, you know, the numbers, you know, that might be half a season for, you know, when Michael Crabtree was playing the tech. Yeah. Uh, so but it's a balancing act. We're, we're really proud of the classes because we try to balance it out by region, by school, by conference, by era, by position. I mean, there's a thought process that goes into it. On Twitter, at NFF Network. I'm sorry, yeah, at NFF Network. So check that out. Matt Sign, Chief Operating Officer of the National Football Foundation. Yes. Always great to see you, man. Always great, job. great seeing you. Keep up the good work. Always great seeing Come you. Come see you. us in Waco. I, I will do that. I, you are one of my one of my favorite voices That's very nice. of, of college football. And you do have done a great job. And everybody knows that. But you are a nice listen. That's very nice. Um, thank you. And I, I think that's a that's a special quality. So thank you. And thank you for coaching up, JJ. Uh, continue <laughs> work on that. I know that's, that is a work in progress. Uh, yeah, always, always. Great to see you, man. Great Thanks. seeing you. Thank right. you. That is Matt Sine and John again. Uh, just, uh, just a fun conversation talking college football and and a uh, lot, lot of fun with a guy that really loves the sport and really loves what he does with the National Football Foundation. Again, their website um, is uh, the one he promoted today, futureforfootball.com, and there's a lot of information there. So check that out. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast for this afternoon. Cloudy with a chance of continued rain till about 6 o'clock tonight. Clear skies with a low near 70. Tomorrow, sunny and hot once again with a high near 100. Currently, the rain has cooled it off and it's 78 at ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Truth of the matter is, and I'll say this on behalf of our Longhorn listeners, with yours, Xavier Worthy, with Bijan Robinson at running back, it has the makings of one of the best trios in the country. It's a superb running back, a great wide receiver, and a quarterback that is one of the most heralded quarterbacks of the past 15, 20 years. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu alumni. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The hardest part of being a CASA volunteer isn't supporting and guiding a child through foster care. The hardest part is deciding to make a difference. Visit becomeacasa.org. Every child has a chance. It's you. Brought to you by Texas CASA. Baylor football, cowboy football. 
Waco Football, Central Texas Football, ESPN, Central Texas. Now is the best time to let Jeff Hunter Toyota put you in a used vehicle. Right now, choose from hundreds of different makes and different models. All priced to fit all budgets. Explore your possibilities. Explore new and used vehicles at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Think of everything you do to provide for your family. A home, food on the table, health care, vacations, and saving for your kids' education. It's all good as long as you're alive. But it's only a drop in the bucket of what they'll need if you die without life insurance. Buying term life insurance is not something you can afford to put off. Call the Term Lifeline now for the lowest possible rates on quality term life insurance. Term life rates are at all-time lows, and we can save you up to 70%. If you already have coverage, you could be paying too much. One call could save you thousands of dollars. We have great rates for smokers, too, or if you have health problems. Providing for today is good, but it's not enough if you die prematurely. Call the Term Lifeline today for a free quote. Protect your family and see if you could save up to 70%. 866-549-TERM. 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 That's 866-549-8376. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's barbecue and baseball season, and Coach's Smoke is offering the best double play in town. Turn two on Fridays with $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches all day and happy hour from 2 to 7. With their 35 big screen TVs and daily specials, this is the place to watch your Texas Rangers. Put on your favorite player's jersey and head on over to Coaches at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke Catering for your next event or party. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Deucen Forklifts because they get the job done too. Deucen builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Rangers scored five in the first, and John Gray tossed seven shutout innings to beat Oakland 5-2. to two. Texas has won four of their last six and have a four-game home series starting tonight against the Mariners. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Shohei Otani struck out 12 in the six innings he worked against the Astros as the Angels beat Houston 7-1. That evens that three-game series at a game each in the rubber matches late tonight out on the West Coast. 
The Open Championship got underway early this morning in Scotland. Sergio Garcia, Dustin Johnson, and Jordan Spieth will be a part of the afternoon groupings. The Big 12 Media Days continue in Arlington today. Listen to ESPN Central Texas for the latest news on Big 12 football. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. And you're back with us at AT&T Stadium. This is Big 12 Media Days, Day 2, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Tom Barfield, John Morris, Lark Smith, glad to have you with us. And uh, we continue, and as we mentioned, there were five schools yesterday, five schools today. One of those schools today, John, is uh, is TCU, and, and Trey Tomlinson, the Midway product, is uh, here. And, boy, what a great career this young man has had so far. Man, absolutely. Uh, no, no surprised that he's representing TCU here. First team all Big 12 last year, cornerback preseason all Big 12 this year. So out of Midway High School, really, really a great career going for Trey. And if the name Tomlinson rings the bell, <laughs> he's got a somewhat famous uncle. I would say so. Maybe part of the reason he ended up at TCU, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> We're talking about Ladanian Tomlinson, the former University Trojan product. So here's the conversation that we had with Trey Tomlinson. Welcome back. Big 12 Football Media Days in Arlington. TCU is uh, one of the schools front and center today on the second day of the Big 12 Media Days. Uh, three players from the Horn Frogs are here. One of those uh, from Waco Midway High School is Travius Hodges Tomlinson. First team preseason all Big 12. Uh, first team all conference last year cornerback. Uh, congratulations, man. You're having a great career at TCU. Yes, sir. Thank you. How, how do you like it? How, how do you uh, fit in? and how do you feel like your career has gone there? Uh, you know, everything is going well. I'm pretty much achieving the things that, you know, I've always wanted to achieve growing up, but I'm never satisfied. So, you know, I'm going for the greatest. You know, I want to be great. So, you know, I don't only want to continue to do things that other people have done here at TCU, but I also want to do things to set myself apart and create separation and create records. So someday I want to be able to go down as a Hall of Fame here at TCU. Nice. Well, you're from Waco, from out of Midway High School, and you're not far away at TCU. That's going to be nice, you know, that uh, that your family, you're just right up the road. Uh, yes, sir. That was one of the biggest things that we kind of helped me, you know, saying make my decision to come to TCU. It's not too far away from home, but it's not too close. You know, it's about an hour 20. Uh, I can go down there whenever I want to, whenever I find time within my schedule and everything. So it's a great fit for me and my family. For the barber, when you want to come, you can just come back to <laughs> yes, the barber, you said, right? <laughs> well, my barber, I get a haircut every week. So, you know, that's <laughs> a week. Big, yes, sir. That's a big thing for me. You got to stay, got to continue to look sharp, you know, when you're a person like me. So Nice. Very yes, good. Sir. Hey, Trey, there was uh, obviously a coaching staff change. Uh, how has and obviously you haven't gone through it yet with with uh, the season coming up in a few weeks but how has the off season been different with the new staff uh, the biggest thing has been nutrition and you know strength the strength and conditioning thing that's that's mostly what we've been around you know we had a little bit we had a lot going on in the spring as far as learning new defenses and stuff like that but you know everything has been going well uh, I'm loving it here that my teammates are loving it the coaches are very great coaches they're very experienced, and uh, what they have done so far has been nothing but golden, and we appreciate them for it. How different will your defense look? Uh, you know, it's, 
it's more of a you know a true it's a true zone so you know true zone comes with many different things as far as you know zone matches and you know actually playing thirds and like stuff like that on on the field so i mean it's allowing me to help elevate my game and have a better iq you know whenever you know, the time comes of me becoming an NFL player, I'll be much more produced. I'll be a much more produced cornerback, and, you know, I'll just be ready for what's to come. From your skill set, do you like zone or do you like man-to-man? I'm a man-to-man cornerback, but it's not anything that I can't play. So, I mean, I just – I'm just loving what, what has come with it, you know, with these new obstacles in life, uh, you know. It's a new staff and it's new things going on. It's just like if I when also once I get to the NFL, I'm not I may not have the same coach all the time and I gotta be able to adjust to the new system. So I'm making those progress, you know, I'm progressing this type of stuff now so that once I get to the NFL, it's second nature. Tom's taking you forward with the new coaching staff. I'm gonna take you back. Uh, Gary Patterson. It's gonna it's kinda hard for me to wrap my mind around, you know, TCU without Gary Patterson. It's a mm-hmm. big change. Uh, yes, sir. Gary Patterson, he did great things at TCU. He did great things for me. I can't do nothing but thank Gary Patterson for bringing me on and believing in me from day one. And, you know, what he has done at TCU is historical. And, you know, I'm just proud of what he has done for me and my family. That's good. Man's got a statue <laughs> up yes, there. Sir. So he did He did a lot of good things in 20-plus years at TCU. Well, yes, what do sir. you think about this season for you guys, uh, you know, where you're picked in the preseason and, you know, coaching change, sometimes there's an adjustment period. What do you think you guys can do this year? Uh, you'll see real soon. <laughs> I mean, what is, what's going on right now is, is great. So yeah. once you guys see what's going on and we showcase it, then y'all will be able to make those you know, assumptions you. <laughs> and, and see how it's going to go. But all I can say is be ready. Is the Baylor game uh, especially big for you? I know they all are, but, you know, being from Waco, whenever you play Baylor, is that big? Uh, I mean, I think of it as another game, okay. you know. And then it's also going back to Waco, so it's, it's home. You know, I feel very comfortable playing there. Yeah. And, you know, I've always had a great game at Baylor, and I'm going to continue to do so. So You guys got the Bears last year. One yeah. of only two losses. You got you got them last year in Fort Worth. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Anything stand out from that game? Uh, uh, biggest thing was, you know, overcoming adversity. You know, we had just lost Coach P. Uh the second head coach had to step up and become the head coach, so we had to make adjustments there and then just continue what we worked on to do, you know what I'm saying, throughout the week, and that's what we came out and did. Take me back to Midway and coming out of Midway and making the decision. What were some of the factors to come to Fort Worth? Fort Worth. But you said my decision. Yeah, well, I mean, why, the decision process to, to, to pick TCU. Well, everyone knows I, I kind of uh, leaned on Baylor at first. And then uh, we, after having a conversation with, you know, my uncle and then also my mother and everything, my uncle much more because he knew much more about football. So he helped me as far as understanding that TCU has been much more of a defensive school than Baylor had been in the past, you know. So Baylor was much more known for putting out receivers and stuff like that. And uh, that was the biggest thing for me. And knowing that TCU has had Jason Verrett, Jeff Gladney, you know, guys like that, their names, their ring bells come out of the defense. And 
So once that happened, then it was like, yeah, this is the place that I want to be. And he, the uncle you're referring to is Ladania Tomlinson, right. by the way. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Pretty good advisor. Yeah, for yes, right? indeed. <laughs> yes, Pretty good Hall advisor. of Famer. Right. Yes, uh, but for you and your position at cornerback, you know, some people may look at numbers, but I think it's the numbers that don't show up that show how good you've been because people don't throw your direction. I mean, they throw the yes, opposite sir. way from you. That yes, says a lot about you. Yes, sir. Uh, I mean, I'm just ready for whenever it comes, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I like it. Uh, it kind of it gets boring, but, you know, when the play comes, I have to make it. Yeah, so, yeah. I can't, you know, I'm not the type of person that, okay, they're not going to throw the ball at me, so I'm going to just be out here doing whatever. I still have to work my technique. I still have to put out great film. So, no matter if the ball is coming or not, I still have to be glued to the receiver. I still have to be hip to hip. I still have to make the plays whenever they come. Yeah. Well, we appreciate uh, you visiting with us. Have a great year. It's great to see you, and uh, we'll see you when uh, the Frogs play the Bears this year. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Travius Hodges Tomlinson, first team all Big 12 preseason, cornerback for TCU. That is a visit with Trey Tomlinson, and one of the things, John, that we talked about was the confidence that he exudes. But you had a great point uh, earlier today. If you're going to play DB, particularly in this league, you better have some some, uh, some confidence. Yeah, and especially especially cornerback, mm-hmm. you know, maybe even more so than safety. I mean, you hear about those guys being out on an island and you either either make the play or you don't. It's all up to you. So I think those guys are a little, um, you know, some would say cocky, but very mm-hmm. self-assured in their abilities. And uh, uh, I think that's natural. Right. Absolutely. And, and the one the one ingredient you get is, is as you pointed out, sometimes they don't throw to him, uh, throw at him, and, and that's, a, that's a sign of respect. Right, absolutely. They throw on the other side of Trey Tomlinson, and that is a great sign of respect there. So, that is, so yeah, a visit with Trey Tomlinson from TCU. We will uh, step aside and come back with more in just a moment here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time, from blogging the boys, R.J. Achoa. You know, the argument about them not being America's team kind of rears its ugly head every year. I mean, I think nicknames are forever. There'll never be another steel curtain or, you know, things like that. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think that the shine has definitely faded. You know, like when you take the little plastic film off your new phone and you start to get all smudgy, the smudges definitely start to show itself a little bit more than ever. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. 
Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle and the drive that kept America working. But now they sit forgotten in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we push to the side for something shiny and new. But now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to its story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And at Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic, the future vintage, the retro trucks, whether that's a 2014 used truck or that 20-year-old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again, get it dressed up again, and let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray and bed liners, we have it at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. High school sports don't just happen. There's a ton of work that goes into every single athletic event. And we have our school's athletic director to thank for a lot of it. 
thank you. For scheduling officials, so I can always play the game I love. For ordering quality athletic equipment, so I can stay safe on the field. For mentoring my coaches, so they can be the best role models for me. For coordinating transportation, so I can get focused for the big game. For helping us develop character and learn lessons that will benefit us for the rest of our lives. Thank you to our AD for always creating a positive experience for us. We'll never forget it. From all of us at the NIAAA, thank you to every athletic administrator in Texas for all you do to enrich the lives of your students. It does not go unnoticed. This message presented by the NIAAA, the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu alumni. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Rangers scored five in the first, and John Gray tossed seven shutout innings to beat Oakland five to two. Texas has won four of their last six and have a four-game home series starting tonight against the Mariners. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Shohei Otani struck out 12 in the six innings he worked against the Astros as the Angels beat Houston 7-1. That evens that three-game series at a game each in the rubber matches late tonight out on the West Coast. The Open Championship got underway early this morning in Scotland. Sergio Garcia, Dustin Johnson, and Jordan Spieth will be a part of the afternoon groupings. The Big 12 Media Days continue in Arlington today. Listen to ESPN Central Texas for the latest news on Big 12 football. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us live from AT&T Stadium in Arlington, our coverage of the Big 12 Media Days presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. We heard from uh, Trey Tomlinson last segment. Let's keep the TCU train rolling. Welcome in new TCU head coach Sonny Dykes. Coach, we appreciate you being here. Excited excited to be here, and I appreciate your time. Your first media day here, Big 12-wise. How are things going so far? You know, so far, so good. It's a good operation. You know, it's easy to get around, and uh, looks like these guys have done this before. So it's... uh, it's been good. Everything's been good so far. That is great. What's uh, what's the move like? What's the transition uh, across the other side of the Metroplex? Yeah, you know, this is my fourth time to do it. Um, so it's a little bit unique, you know, just because I think that uh, that every single time you make that move and you go into a program, it seems like you learn from the past mistakes and the transition is a little bit more smooth than it was before. And, you know, I would had the uh, I had the blessing of being at TCU in 2017. And just so had an, an overall idea of what the program was like, what Fort Worth was like, um, you know, had a sense of kind of what I felt like, um, you know, needed to be tweaked and changes and all that kind of stuff, and also the strengths of our program. So, you know, the transition's been a little bit easier than I expected. I think, you know, I feel like we're probably ahead of where I thought we'd be, quite frankly, at this point, uh, which is good. But at the end of the day, you know, really the only thing that matters is, is if we can stay ahead, you know, come September. And uh, and so we'll see if we can continue to, 
you know, to, to operate at the level we're operating right now. Coach, you talk about the, the challenges when you make the change. How has the, the, the transfer portal affected coaching and, and coaching changes and, and how, that, how that all kind of develops as, as you move into a new system? Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's some some really good things about it and some really tough things about it. I think what happens is when you have a coaching change, typically you have a mass exodus of players, you know, because those guys came in with with a different coach, different loyalty, different set of expectations, different way of running the program, and so you know we had some guys that went in the portal really before we ever ever had a chance to meet them and sit down and share kind of our vision uh, with the program for them, and, and I certainly understand that, and, and that's part of part of this whole thing, and so. What we were able to do was, you know, I took the Christmas holidays to really recruit our own football team. So I tried to get into as many of our current players' homes as I could to try to get to know them, get to know their parents, create that that atmosphere of communication, uh, and let them know that, you know, hey, look, we want to, you know, this is about developing a relationship and getting to know each other and trust each other. So we spent a bunch of time over the holidays doing that with as many guys as we could. Got set back a little bit. There was a little bit of a COVID outbreak and. That kind of slowed some of that stuff down a little bit. But we were able to do that, and I thought that helped us. And then, you know, we had, once we got started in the in the spring and started spring ball and strength and conditioning in January, we only had one player since then go in the portal. And I think that the guys like what we're doing. I think the guys like, um, you know, our vision for the program. And, and, you know, and I think they're committed to each other and committed to TCU and, I think that that just shows you the level of, of buy-in, really, um, to, and, and just what kind of character those guys have because it's like anything else. They all could have done the easy thing, which is, you know, bail out and, and find something different. And to their credit, they decided to stick around And you know, because, like I said, change is never easy. We need to let you go to another interview, but let me close by saying I love your dad. Well, I appreciate it. Thank How you. often do you hear that from people? I've heard it before, yeah. I bet, yeah I've heard I bet it once you have. Today. Yeah. yeah, and this is, you know, it's, it's fun for me to be back in the, in the Big 12. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's a league that I kind of grew up in as a coach. I was at Texas Tech from 2000 to 2006. And, you know, at that time, Dave Aranda was one of our graduate assistants. Yeah, and how about that? So I've known Dave for a long time and uh, have a, t- a ton of respect for Dave. And, and so it's, it's fun to be back in the league um, around a lot of guys that I know and I'm familiar with. And, you know, I think in a lot of ways the Big 12 feels like home for me. Yeah. So it's fun to be back here. And I know my dad would certainly got a kick out of it and, and would probably be around reminiscing uh, you know, with a lot of these guys no if still around. So, <laughs> anyway, it's always fun to fun to be here and excited about being part of this league and really excited about the future of the league. Very cool. Thanks for your time. Okay, thanks, you Coach. Appreciate it. Sonny Dykes, the uh, new head coach of the TCU Horn Frogs, and uh, great to have him visit with us. He moves on to another interview, but, uh, Tom, great to visit with uh, Sonny Dykes. Of course, his dad was uh, Spike Dykes, mm-hmm. the legendary, legendary coach at Texas Tech. Yep, absolutely, and uh, he, he he talks a lot like him, you know. And, similarities yeah. there, yeah. So, really yeah, is. pretty cool. And Sonny coming to TCU from, uh, again, the other side of the Metroplex at SMU, and uh, you hear him say he feels like the the um, uh, progress is a little ahead of the pace that he thought it would be. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Uh, and, and that's exactly what Brian was talking about, uh, Brian Estridge, yep. when we had Brian Estridge on earlier. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting to see wh- what – how quickly they get up to speed, right? Uh, and, and you know, and, that, and as you pointed out earlier, that there's challenges in there when when you're bringing in a new system and new coaches and getting to know each other and all that kind of stuff. Uh, 
So we'll see how quickly they can get up to speed. Good deal. All right, talk about new. Uh, uh, Sonny Dykes, one of three new head coaches in the mm-hmm. Big 12 this year. He's a new head coach at TCU. Brent Venables is the new head coach coming back to Oklahoma. And the third is Joey McGuire, the new head coach at Who? Texas Tech. Yeah, who's that guy? But, man, is he uh, is he wowing the crowd here today? But speaking of Oklahoma, let's take a break. When we come back, how about we hear from uh, Dylan Gabriel, who's also new to the Big 12. He is the quarterback at Oklahoma, a transfer from UCF. We'll hear from him after a break. Stay with us. You're listening to our continuing coverage of the Big 12 Football Media Days live from Arlington's AT&T Stadium, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni on ESPN Central Texas. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Baylor will dribble out the clock. A dominant performance on the road in a hostile environment in Ames. 87 to 62, the final score. And as the clock hits zero, the Bears are the Big 12 champions in this 2021-2022 season. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle and the drive that kept America working. But now they sit forgotten in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we push to the side for something shiny and new. But now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to its story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And at Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic, the future vintage, the retro trucks, whether that's a 2014 used truck or that 20-year-old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again, get it dressed up again, and let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray and bed liners, we have it at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lakeier Drive in Waco. Searching for popular jewelry at affordable prices? Do yourself a favor and check out Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of men's and women's gold, silver, and stainless steel jewelry, including rings, necklaces, chains, bracelets, and earrings, plus jewelry for the Western crowd and biker enthusiasts. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I missed my mama's call a while ago. Hello. Hey, guess what you're on? If I'm on commercial again, I don't come cheap. Well, uh, I can't afford you. What you want? (laughs) Hey, tell them we do foundation repair, mama. Oh, they do foundation repair. Great workers. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't do it right. You can call my mama at 255 Four seven four nine two one eight three. Absolutely. Hi, Mama. Love you. Gotta go. So you can give us a call at two five four two three five four nine two two, or you can call my mama or and complain. Visit us at vixajimmy.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
HVAC is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's promo code SAVE. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for a $5 bonus. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu slash alumni. Take care of your property with equipment you can count on, like the Kubota BX and L01 Series Compact Tractors, part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup, rated number one for reliability, and Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles, where durability meets speed. Visit your local Kubota dealer for a demo today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Texas consumers are shopping again. Is your business ready? Eminem Broadcaster's unique mix of music and sports genres reach thousands of listeners in Central Texas, including your potential customers. Market your business today and see your business grow. Call Eminem Broadcasters today at 254-772-0930. 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Or email to info at mmbwaco.com. It is continuing coverage of the Big 12 Media Days from AT&T Stadium, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Tom, John, Lark, glad to have you with us. Aaron is back in our Alan Samuel Studios. And, John, we've, we've discussed X's and O's with coaches, players, media, and we, uh, we now talk to a new member of the Oklahoma Sooners, and there's a lot of them, but uh, th- this one is going to be kind of a key cog in their, in their approach offensively. We're talking about their quarterback, Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, think about the uh, the recent run of great quarterbacks, mm-hmm. Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks at uh, the University of Oklahoma. Dylan Gabriel is the new quarterback, transfer from uh, UCF. I did ask him off mic, uh, I'll admit this, I said, are you related at all to Roman Gabriel? Because I, I had seen something about that, but hadn't seen it definitively. Right. He said, no, he's got a brother named Roman Gabriel who is named after the former who Rams quarterback, Roman Gabriel, but not related to the 
former NFL quarterback. How about that? But he, I, did, didn't he say that he had a little brother that was named, named after Roman. him? Yeah. 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 Interesting. All right. But uh, we, we did have a chance to catch up with the new OUQB, and here's that conversation. Back with us from Big 12 Football Media Days. Let's visit with the quarterback for the Oklahoma Sooners, a newcomer to the Sooners roster, newcomer to the Big 12. Dylan Gabriel is with us, a native of Hawaii, a transfer from UCF to Oklahoma. How are yep. things going so far? Amazing, man. I, I'm blessed. Um, just grateful to be here and super excited. Good. What's, uh, I mean, you, you're a sharp guy. I mean, you know what you're stepping into, yep. <laughs> right? Yep. That position at a school like Oklahoma. Yep. Yeah, just um, super excited for it. Knew exactly what I was, you know, getting into, but just saw it as an opportunity. Um, super excited to be around a bunch of talented guys, but even just better men. And then, you know, to be led by Coach Venables, um, a man of passion. Energy is just infectious and his tenacious, you know, ability to just love this game and be obsessed about it. Um, whenever you have a guy leading your program like that, I mean, it's setting, setting you up for success. Coach Venable's uh, head coach, but your offensive coordinator is Jeff Levy, a guy yep. that we know really well at Baylor. Uh, it was Coach Levy, you were with him at UCF, right? Yep, my my freshman year. Okay, so was that part of the decision, or is that partly how you ended up? In of North? course, huge yeah. part. Um, Love that guy to death, and, you know, just know how much he believes in me, and, you know, I got the, you know, the utmost respect for him, and got a lot of belief in him as well good uh fast paced you guys gonna be uh that's what i think of when i think of a jeff fast Levy pace, explosive moving the ball down the field scoring a bunch of points good has he ever said to you uh, i remember he said this before the goal is to score a touchdown on every play it's not like one play setting up something nope. else the goal is to score a touchdown every score play. from far don't don't snap it again that's it that's nope. exactly right yeah what what was that process like uh learning this offense and being a part of this offense and, and knowing what the tempo and the pace was what what was that like for you to to, to get adapted to that that type of offense um you know, the the past concepts in general, you know, it's just being able to not only understand it, but then, you know, get in front of a defense, you know, not just on air, but in front of a defense and process it and get as much, not only physical reps, but mental reps on it, um, you know, because it is different. He's, he's evolved and three years ago is different from the present day. So um, you just continue to learn it, continue to be, you know, dialed into every aspect of it, pre protections, coverages, um, when to get where. Um, shoot, that's, that's what I've been focused on from January. So. Is there a lot of reading in, in, this, in this offense? Do you have to kind of read, or, or is it we know where we're going with the football pretty much all the time? I think, I think there's a, a combination of a lot of things, you know, mm -hmm. for a lot of offenses, progressions, you know, uh, half-field reads, two high, one highs. Um, you know, whether, whatever it is, I think a lot of people just talk about it differently. A lot of people are on the same stuff, but just talk to it differently. And I think the way we, you know, conceptualize it, um, verbalize it, um, makes it very clear cut for the quarterback, very clear cut for a lot of guys. And, um, you know, we're always on the same page. There's a lot of uh, new at OU going into this year. New head coach, new offensive coordinator. You're new. Do you yeah. feel like you're coming in at a good time, you know, with all these changes? Yeah, I think um, we can all relate to something, yeah. right? You know, you know, we're new to this program. But what I've realized a lot, a lot about a lot of these coaches, a lot, a lot of these guys is, um, you know, they've either played here 
coach here, whatever it is, and they, they have a, a lot of passion for this program. You know, and whenever that's inside the locker room, there's a deeper care for not just the product we put on the field, but the product we put on for this university. Um, so, you know, we we hold that responsibility, responsibility, you know, near to our heart and know that, you know, it is a big responsibility. But it's because we love this place, we care for it, and we want to succeed for it. What do you know uh, about or what do you think you know about the other Big 12 schools and the, you know, teams you'll see on the schedule this year? You know, very talented, and every team's got their, you know, players. And it's at the end of the day, it's 11 on 11. Best players got to make plays. Yeah. You got to score more points than the other team. And, you know, just keep it simple like that. Interesting. A year from now, UCF will be in the Big 12. Exactly. <laughs> That'll I be fun it. for you, right? For sure. Very good. W- was that part of it? I, you, I know you talked about Coach in, in, in coming to Norman for, for, for that reason, but the, the caliber of competition every Saturday, was that part of the decision-making process as well? For sure. And I think whenever you go to a top program, there's going to be competition because they're, they're a top program because they're beating teams that – are really good so um that, that was a huge part of the dis- decision but also just offensive fit you know i made it a, a point that three three main components i really wanted i wanted you know a team that can compete for a championship great offensive fit and then a bunch of surrounding cast who are talented guys and i think this place you know oklahoma has that and more very cool. It's great to meet you. It's great thank to have you. you in the league and so uh, have a good season. Yes. We'll see you when the Bears play in Norman this Let's year. Let's go. All right. Thanks, thanks Dylan. That is Dylan Gabriel, the uh, quarterback of the Oklahoma Sooners. And, John, you just wonder what kind of internal pressure he feels. He, I mean, he, he knows Oklahoma football. That's why he went there. Yeah. Uh, he knows the guys that, uh, that quarterback that football team ahead of him. I just wonder what, what he feels when he goes into into fall camp and what he's going to feel when he takes that first snap. Seemed like a pretty confident guy, mm-hmm. don't yes, you think? Yes, he did. <laughs> you know, very self-confident. Self, uh, um, and I think you're right. I think he knows what he's stepping into. I think there is a probably a comfort factor working with um, Jeff Levy, uh, mm-hmm. the offensive coordinator, new at OU, who was his offensive coordinator at UCF. And that's one of the reasons why he he ended up sure. in Norman, and, and he talked about reason. yeah yeah, <laughs> and he and he said he loved the tempo, the pace, and and just the excitement level of, of playing within that offensive system. Yeah, so uh, that is Dylan Gabriel, new quarterback for the Oklahoma Sooners. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast for this afternoon. Cloudy with a chance of continued rain till about 6 o'clock tonight. Clear skies with a low near 70. Tomorrow, sunny and hot once again with a high near 100. Currently, the rain has cooled it off, and it's 78 at ESPN Central Texas. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Here's the play, fourth down and goal from the one. Hand up, run and left, trying to get to the corner. He didn't get there. He didn't get there. He, he, get there. he, he stopped short. He, he stopped short of the goal line. Bears hold the Cowboys out of the end 
zone. That was Desmond Jackson with the dive for the pylon. Jaron McVay kept him out. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsborough and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Ear Drive in Waco. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar, or even the man cave. Think about it, the most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months and June right on track to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone.
In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3355 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3355. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. It's time for today's STEM tip. Want to know how to make your selfies even better? Okay, let's use science. The best time for photos is golden hour. That's the moment right before the sun sets, when the atmosphere scatters blue and violet wavelengths, making perfect, soft, and golden selfie light to show off that beautiful face of yours. Click. Check out She Can STEM for more inspiration. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. The Rangers scored five in the first, and John Gray tossed seven shutout innings to beat Oakland 5-2. Texas has won four of their last six and have a four-game home series starting tonight against the Mariners. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Shohei Otani struck out 12 in the six innings he worked against the Astros as the Angels beat Houston 7-1. That evens that three-game series at a game each in the rubber matches late tonight out on the West Coast. The Open Championship got underway early this morning in Scotland. Sergio Garcia, Dustin Johnson, and Jordan Spieth will be a part of the afternoon groupings. The Big 12 Media Days continue in Arlington today. Listen to ESPN Central Texas for the latest news on Big 12 football. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. AT&T Stadium, the site for the Big 12 Media Days, day two, and we're presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. We 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 mentioned it earlier, but we have talked to just about every type of person involved in in college football. Why not talk officiating? Yeah, about the guys wearing the striped shirts, which is really fun. I really uh, appreciate this uh, and said it to Greg Burks at the end of the interview that we recorded. Greg is the coordinator of officials for the Big 12 Conference, was on the field for many, many years. Now it's moved into the coordinator's role. And he made a presentation earlier today, kind of started the day uh, on day two of the Big 12 Media Days with a presentation to the media about 
rules changes, points of emphasis, things like that. And I think some really good information passed along. So here is that conversation with Greg Burks, the coordinator of officials for the Big 12 Conference. From Big 12 Football Media Days in Arlington, we continue, and we're pleased to be joined by Greg Burks, the coordinator of officials for the Big 12 Conference. Going back to the days when you were on the field, now the coordinator of officials. Uh, d- does this time of year kind of get the juices flowing for you? This is the official kickoff. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. I jokingly told one of the coaches, everybody still likes me, but I've got about 30 days and we <laughs> kick it off, and right. things change and we get to reality real fast. You're a popular guy right now. <laughs> That's right. It, I want to talk about maybe points of emphasis for this year, but you were telling me a a fantastic story about Matt Rule, who's a former head coach at Baylor. How? uh, Well, just retell that story. Coach Rule, his first year was, uh, as you know, a very passionate coach and didn't feel that we were refereeing quite to the standard that he felt we should. (laughs) And so we had a lot of Sunday conversations. Um, I won't talk to coaches on Saturdays uh, because of a replay and everything that goes on. I just tell them I can't talk to you and you need to call me and cool. And so he would call me on Sundays and it was it was confrontational. Mm -hmm. And I just finally told him, I said, you need to come to our meeting and see what we do and how we do it and understand what we do. Because more than once he would mention to me that he had coached in the NFL and knew what holding was, and apparently we didn't. (laughs) So he he was a man of his word. He said, I'll come. And the second year he came, and um, I used that story a lot with other coaches because it gave him some insight and understanding on how we do things, which is important for him to understand who's looking where and what our philosophies are. And uh, his input to us was invaluable to see the game from the coach's perspective. Now, as I shared with you, he had a very successful second year. <laughs> and so right. coaches tend to believe that we referee better when they win. Yeah. And uh, but it's I funny was, how that works. Isn't yeah. It? The, the only negative of him coming to the meeting was you may have heard this or not, but his truck was stolen. He did the meeting. Oh, that's and then right. I forgot about that. <laughs> yes. Of course, we had officials say that was karma. But uh, <laughs> um, it, it developed into a very good working relationship. I had a lot of respect for Coach Rule. And uh, he, he, he then held us accountable to do what we said we were going to do. He would call and say, you said you were going to do this, and you didn't yeah. quite do it that way. <laughs> but it, it really was very beneficial, and I enjoyed working with him very much. Have you had any other head coaches in the league that, that take you up on that offer? Uh, we have had a few coaches okay. come. It, you know, it's a difficult time frame. It's next week. Right. So for them, practice is about to start. But we've had uh, coaches send assistants. You know, if you're a defensive backs coach, it's beneficial to come sit with our officials and watch us watch film on DPI and OPI Mm -hmm. and talk about what are the things we're looking for and how do you teach that so that um, you can be more effective. So we do have some coaches come and uh, I encourage it. But I understand the time frame is not very good for them. We we did change our clinic once. Uh, to June so the coaches could come and none of them came because that was their down period. (laughs) We said, listen, we get it. You know, some coaches just tell me, you do what you do, I do what I do, I'm not interested. I have other coaches that want to know everything about officiating and that that's my job. I look at coaches as my clients and it's my job to fulfill what it is they need. So however much time they want to spend on officiating, I'll spend that time with them. That's great. It's a great approach. Yeah. Every year there are points of emphasis, uh, whether it's on-field mechanic or whatever the case may be. So where do these points of emphasis come from? The Rules Committee. And I try and make everybody aware that the Rules Committee is made up of coaches and ADs, not officials. 
we meet at the end of uh, January every year as the coordinators, and we all put plays together that concern us or things we'd like the committee to look at. And then it goes to the committee. But the coaches really are the stakeholders, and they, they drive what happens with this. And then it's our job to take the rules once they've been approved uh, and find a way to implement them and make sure that everybody understands them as well as we can. Uh, so this year you uh, made a presentation at the Big 12 Media Days uh, on, on Thursday morning, and the points of emphasis that you shared with all of us, uh, one, one of those is targeting player safety rules. I mean, that's going to be pretty much every year a point of emphasis, isn't it? Player safety is always at the top of the list. And college football has done a very good job with targeting blindside blocks and now the change in the low blocks to try and make the game as safe as we can possibly make it. I am amazed um, the collisions we see in college football. Yeah. I mean, the athletes have gotten so strong and so fast and they're, they're so dedicated. They're just amazing. But it's our job to create a scenario that we lessen their, their chance of injury. And, and we've done a good job with that. If you look at the numbers, um, targeting has changed football. If you think of receivers, punt returners, those scenarios when, when players were just laid out, yeah. those plays are, are diminished and are going away. And player behaviors change. When you see people make tackles now, you see a significant change in player behavior. And I think we've been pretty effective. But I don't think that will never change just one of the points of emphasis. One note you made about that, about targeting, was the equipment change with the helmet sort of redefines, doesn't it, what is the crown of the helmet? Yeah, when you when you talk about where the helmet face mask um, bolted to the helmet, right. we used that as a, a marker, if you will, above that space was what we defined as the crown. And uh, players are getting better and better at keeping their head up, and that's what we want. If we can keep the defender's head up, chances are they're not going to get those neck injuries. And um, what we found is that by redefining where the crown is, that player that keeps his head up, there may be contact with the forehead, mm -hmm. which before would have been targeting. Mm -hmm. And now we're saying, no, we really want it to be that button. And so the, the quickest way in doing replay is where's his eyes? If he sees what he hits, chances are the crown's up and he's it's not going to be targeting. Along those same lines, could, is there a thumbnail sketch that you can give our listeners when they're watching a college football game on how to define what what they're looking for what they're seeing when 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 we're talking about targeting yeah i'll try and do this without adding numbers to it <laughs> okay yeah because it's 913 and 914 is where it falls in the rule book <laughs> what's important is the distinction between a defenseless player and a player who's not defenseless if you're a defenseless player and you are hit above the shoulders, that's targeting, whether it's with a helmet or an arm or... So let's say a quarterback, by definition, is in the passing posture and somebody comes and waylays him with a forearm across their head, that could be targeting because he's defenseless. Once you're a runner, the only way it's going to be targeting is if the defender hits you with that crown. Mm -hmm. And that's the two distinctions, if you will. And players have gotten much, much better in understanding what that is. So the first thing that we do is decide whether a player is defenseless or not. And um, that distinction just puts us down the path of what is and isn't targeting. And we're getting much, much better at it. And, you know, when you watch a game, 
you don't watch a game anymore where there isn't an officiating expert commenting. <laughs> and so fans are getting more discerning on what is and isn't targeting. But it's still a little gray area at time for people. But we're getting better and better at it. So intent has nothing to do with, no, no. with targeting. We don't referee intent. Right. We don't. Refereeing intent is impossible. You intended always to knock me down. <laughs> that doesn't always happen. And how you knock me down, I can't go intent. And I've had coaches say, well, he intended to block us low. He didn't block you low. You got your hands out and you pushed him to the ground. It's obvious he intended to block you low, but you got your hands out and pushed him to the ground. That's not a low block. Yeah, right. Well, that doesn't make sense. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand, but we don't referee intent. We referee what occurs. Intent does matter, though, doesn't it, in uh, unsportsmanlike calls? Oh, yes. Yeah, that's a – Like you were asked <laughs> yeah. the annual question yes. <laughs> earlier today about yeah. the horns down, yeah. and uh, I thought you had a great answer for that. I have no ownership on horns down, up. <laughs> you know, I, I could go. I could give you all the symbols. You, right. you guys get. You've it. seen them all, right? I, I don't care what it is. And by the way, I've already got some emails from some Oklahoma fans. Already? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the one I liked the best this morning was, um, I don't care whether horns down is a penalty or not, but your face is a 15-yard penalty. So, <laughs> oh, thank so you. It's football season. Yeah. It's football season. Oh but, boy. Um, yeah, classic. it's all about what you do and how you do it and did you do it to demean an opponent right if you're doing it whether you make the tackle stand over and flex you know that's one that we all look at and go okay that's foul it gets iffy what if you do that five yards away mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now we have to make a decision did it impact you mm-hmm. if we don't have those fouls we have brawls i mean they, they it, it leads to bad bad things in our game and so and it's not a good look for the game it's that's not what college football is supposed to be about so horns up or down i have no ownership of that i don't care what it is i really don't it's how you treat your opponent and you got to treat them with respect it is a hot button issue though isn't it oh somebody asked me (laughs) somebody one of the reporters said i'm going to ask you once texas is out of the league is it still a foul if it's horns down i said ask me that that'd be great yeah that'll be great that will be funny greg explain to our listeners greg burks is with us coordinator of officials for the big 12 conference explain to our listeners uh you know it's not just your guys showing up on saturday the work that goes on during the week and the work that goes on after a game also you're not in the big 12 if it's your first year officiating okay generally you've officiated at the high school level you went to uh, junior college or division two then you got into fcs and in our system southland is part of our umbrella so you'll referee in a southland school if you're successful there you'll get an opportunity and you'll go to the mountain west if you're good at the mountain west when an opening occurs you come to the big 12 Mm. and so these are officials that are very accomplished they spend a lot of time and that sense that they just show up and referee on saturdays that's not reality we have professionals in every walk of life they own their own businesses they're doctors and lawyers and and they invest at least 40 hours a week during the season working at football and 20 hours a week in the off season because of all the testing and things that we do to prepare for the season and when you put that in perspective it's the money is nowhere close right you know for the amount that time but let me tell you i still miss being on the field there is nothing like being on the field of a college football game and having the opportunity to referee that game. Yeah. 
Greg, in, in the state of Texas, uh, you talk about your pool starts at the high school level. In the state of Texas right now, we're having trouble getting officials. You're not the only one. I, I live in Colorado Springs, and I haven't done high school football for 30-plus years. And uh, I was invited back to the high school group, and it was the same guys I refereed with. Wow. wow. And I looked around and said, wait a minute, where's the new guys? And we're, it's in all sports, it's getting harder and harder to find officials. But I would ask you, would you be willing to go out and have people yell and scream at you and carry on for $35 or $50 or whatever it is, mm -hmm. depending on where you're at, when you can go find a minimum wage job that pays $15 an hour and you don't have to prep and do all the things. So you got to love the game. Now, that being said, I don't have any problem finding officials because the pyramid gets so narrow at the top that there's plenty. But we recognize um, that moving forward, that's going to be a significant issue that we're going to have to f deal with. Now, there are opportunities for women. We will have a, a woman full-time on staff this year on field, one in replay, and we have four others in our umbrella system coming up that are. And so I, I have to be careful to make sure I say officials. Um, and that's a big change. And as you've seen, there's a couple of women in the NFL now. Mm -hmm. And so I encourage anybody that has interest in officiating, get to your local high school group, and they'll get you going. And the opportunity is pretty fantastic. That's and good. nothing's better than Friday Night Lights. Yep. Yeah. Nothing's better than Friday that's Night Lights. That's a great Lights. note. Yeah. I think we have two female uh, basketball officials in yes. the Big 12. Yeah, that's now. right. So that's, that is a trend. That's right. I did college basketball for a long time. And. There was one year that it just worked out that Violet Palmer, who was she's now a coordinator and she refereed in the NBA. Um, I don't know how many games I saw her work because it happened to be a women's men doubleheader kind of thing. She's one of the best athletes I've ever seen on the floor. And what we do as officials is mental. I mean, we physically have to get in position, but it's mental. And that's not gender specific. You know, the, the question, well, you didn't play the game, or there is truth to that. Yeah. And those that play the game often understand the nuances a little bit better. But you absolutely have to break some habits as a player or as a coach to officiate. You don't get to watch the game. You get to watch two or three players, and your focus needs to be as such. And so uh, the opportunity there is really fantastic for anybody that wants to get involved right now. Well, we appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Uh, know how much that we in the Baylor broadcast booth, we uh, appreciate the officials and your part of the game. And you guys and girls are, are part of everything that goes on on a game day. So we appreciate that and the time that you invest into doing your best job. I like to remind people, nobody wants to get a call right more than you guys. That's right. You know, nobody. I mean, no fan sitting in Section 210, you know, wants it any more right than you do. That's exactly right. And as I remind our coaches, statistics show that it's 50-50. The calls in the games are 50-50. The sense was when you went and played on the road that it was 70-30 <laughs> or 60-40. Right. It's 50-50. Yeah. It's hard to win on the road. I get that. But it's not hard because of officiating. The game's the same wherever we go. And we appreciate you guys. Talk nice about us during the season. We, we do. We absolutely right. do. I Greg, it. thanks very much. Thank you. Greg Burks, the coordinator of officials for the Big 12 Conference. Greg Burks, the uh, Coordinator, coordinator of officials for the Big 12 Conference. Did you did you learn anything that you didn't know about football 2022 from from Greg? Um, always, uh, just you know, to to make note of the points of emphasis, mm -hmm. you know, which means what they are really looking for, 
what they're going to be keying in on. They have a uh, seminar next week. It's here in the Metroplex. And um, uh, it's really cool that they invite the media to come in and sit in on a couple of those sessions, which I think is great. You know, I just love the transparency there where they want us to know, you know, what the officials are looking at, looking for. I've been to a number of those, and um, uh, to me it just shows how hard they work. Again, like we said to Greg, you know, they want to get those calls right Right. more than anybody, you know, more than any fan, more than any broadcaster. So it shows how hard they work, and I always appreciate them letting us come in. And I found it interesting that uh, he, him describing the tree, if you will, of how you get to the Big 12. It's not, hey, I'm going to officiate and then go from this conference to that conference. There is a system in place that they use to elevate officials to this league. Yeah, and it's not easy. I mean, you got to work, you got to pay your dues, you got to start and move up, and to get to the Big 12, he told us, uh, what, six openings this year mm-hmm. going into this season, six openings to fill, is, uh, and he knew the number exactly. I mean, exactly. he knew what he needed to fill. So really, really a uh, uh, first-rate first, first rate process for the officiating of the Big 12. Recently on Game Time, we welcome into the program from CBSSports.com, Shehan Jayarajan. That's what's really unfortunate for him about this, that they had somebody like Caleb Williams waiting in the wing as somebody who's won a Big 12 championship. To hear people chant, we want Caleb from the crowd, you know, a freshman quarterback who hasn't really done anything at that point. I understand the frustration, but at the same time, that's kind of part of being a college football player. That's part of playing at a program like Oklahoma. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Local ladies. This is Tori down at Harley Davidson of Waco. Our season is in full swing and we are looking for new rock stars in all departments. If you're tired of your everyday run of the mill gig and long for something greater with good solid income, then hightail yourselves down here ASAP. Bring your spunk and enthusiasm. Do yourselves a favor and join our rowdy bunch today. Come see us at 4201 South Jack Colchin Freeway, right off I 35 and New Road at Harley Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's gift store since 1979, would like to thank all of our friends, family, and customers for your support during the last two years as we've experienced some trying times. Morrison's Gifts prays the return to normal will continue. Morrison's Gifts wants to extend a special thanks to Eminem Broadcasting, ESPN Central Texas, and Shooter FM for helping to grow their business. At Morrison's Gifts, they thank the community for shopping local. Morrison's Gifts is a Baylor alumni-owned business. Come see Morrison's Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive next to Jason's Deli. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. 
And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an art support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency. With the Nietzsche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers. And you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nietzsche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nietzsche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college. Learn new instruments. Start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Snarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. You had a dream to open your own business, put in the long hours of development, gathering resources, and finally opening your doors to the public. Don't forget the marketing part of your business plan. M&M Broadcasters have an experienced staff of marketing professionals who have helped countless businesses succeed in Central Texas, and they're ready to help you today. Call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Or email to info at mmbwaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. The Rangers scored five in the first, and John Gray tossed seven shutout innings to beat Oakland 5-2. Texas has won four of their last six and have a four-game home series starting tonight against the Mariners. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Shohei Otani struck out 12 in the six innings he worked against the Astros as the Angels beat Houston 7-1. That evens that three-game series at a game each in the rubber matches late tonight out on the West Coast. The Open Championship got underway early this morning in Scotland. Sergio Garcia, Dustin Johnson, and Jordan Spieth will be a part of the afternoon groupings. The Big 12 Media Days continue in Arlington today. Listen to ESPN Central Texas for the latest news on Big 12 football. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
From AT&T Stadium, it is Big 12 Media Days. Tom Barfield, Lark Smith, John Morris, Aaron Sexton. We're glad you're with us. And, boy, uh, we heard from the commissioner yesterday a couple of times, but it, it was really cool to have an opportunity to sit down and go one-on-one with him. Yeah, exactly. You caught up with him sort of off the uh, uh, the main dais, dais right. yesterday. So we heard from Commissioner Brett Yormark there, but today we got him to uh, sit down with us for a few minutes. Bob Berta walking him around, and really fun to sit down, and uh, he, he's an interesting guy, you can tell. I mean, it was really interesting. I was watching, just looking directly into his eyes, you mm-hmm. know, when we were talking to him, and very thoughtful, you can tell, and I think he's a really sharp guy, 55 years old, great experience that everybody says you know, has the kind of experience that we need in the Big 12 right now. It's it's a, it's an experience level that he can grow this league in different areas and, and take it in different directions that uh, that college athletics may have never gone in before. Right, right. Uh, and I, I find that interesting. I find it kind of fascinating to see where we go. And people would say, well, he doesn't have any experience in college athletics, and, and that may be true. Mm-hmm. But the beauty of it is uh, Bob Bowlesby is staying on uh, to sort of mentor him in that area. And I think that's pretty good two-pronged attack there with Bob Bowlesby and all of his experience in college athletics and then the sort of new way of thinking, the hip way of thinking, <laughs> yeah. you know, and uh, attack that uh, Brett Yormark brings. And one of the other things that he also mentioned, uh, it may have been yesterday, in fact, uh, but he's going to lean on the ADs within the league. He feels really good about the ADs within this league and their experience level and their knowledge of the direction of college athletics, and he's going to lean on them. I mean, yeah. one of the things that he talked about is, you know, he, he's the commissioner thing and all that. He said, you know, we're all in this together and i love that i that 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 concept that he's going to use so a great way to wrap up our coverage here in arlington of the uh, big 12 media days I want you to hear now from the new commissioner brett yormark so we continue from big 12 football media days we are pleased to have with us the new commissioner of the big 12 conference brett yormark is with us when i pleasure say to be here pleasure when, to be here when i say that title do you kind of look around who's he talking about or no, i or prefer is people it? just calling me brett right now okay, but okay. I, I'm, I'm gonna have to get accustomed to the commissioner title yeah yeah how it's new like, for me how you like that I mean, I, I guess I like it. I mean, uh, my, you know, my my kids are teasing me around the house, are calling they? me the commission, you know, that kind of stuff. But I'm I'm sure it'll it'll grow on me. Very good. Uh, your background, I mean, is well documented uh, with NASCAR and the NBA, with Rock Nation, all of that. What was it about this job that that made you even interested in this position? Well, I've always wanted to be in the collegiate space. Uh, you know, dating back many many years and. So I knew it was going to be on my bucket list. I, I just didn't know when and how or where. So when this opportunity presented itself, obviously it was different than maybe being an AD. But I soon embraced it. You know, I had lots of conversations with members of the board and, um, you know, and listening to their vision and mission and understanding where they wanted to go. I felt it aligned really well with where I've been in my career. And, you know, the more and more I've been engaging, uh, you know, the, the the more I realize that my skill set is really transferable here. Hmm. Um, and just even initially, you know, as I've been thrown into this realignment conversation, all the engagement I've had throughout the industry, 95% are with people I've kind of grown up with. So I feel really good uh, about me being here and the difference I can make. You know, when I've taken previous roles, it truly it's been about can I make a difference? Hmm. Can I 
can I create value in those situations? You know, I went to NASCAR and didn't know much about, you know, race car, you know, the race, the race car driving and, and the sport of NASCAR. And when I went to Brooklyn, I was a first time CEO. So that was kind of a, a bit of a learning curve for me. But I made the necessary, uh, uh, the necessary adjustments. I engaged with the right people. I surrounded myself with a, a great team and we were able to celebrate success. And my goal is to do the same thing here. And uh, obviously I have a lot to learn. And as I said yesterday, I'm gonna spend a lot of time on campus over the next month, month and a half, visiting all the member institutions and, and understanding what challenges they have. And some are industry-wide, some are unique to them. But I'm really excited about this opportunity. And um, can't wait till August 1 to really dive in. You mentioned realignment. Let's take that and set that piece to the side. What is your immediate vision for this league as, as we grow the league? Well, I think, I, I, and I mentioned it yesterday, I, I, I'd like to build the brand of the Big 12. Um, you know, I'll just use, a, you know, in New York, I'm not sure a lot of people know the Big 12 brand. And candidly, I want to make it a national brand that's recognizable all over the country. And when student athletes are in their senior year and they're contemplating what's next i want them to say i need to go to the big 12. i it's aspirational it's different it it aligns with who i am and i'm not sure that's happening in all the right places today in some places sure but not all the right places and i really want to i want to build the profile of the brand and i want us to be destinational when it comes to the decisions that are being made and i think we have a real chance to do that from a business perspective, I also think we need to diversify revenue. We, th we have to come up with new revenue streams. I mean, we talk about TV all the time, and by the way, that'll be the biggest percentage of revenue for all the conferences. Mm -hmm. And it is in, in baseball and football and basketball. But they also do a great job in professional sports in diversifying other revenue channels um, that are very complementary mm -hmm. to the media deal. And I think we need to do the same here, and that is going to require us to be innovative, thinking out of the box, looking at things a little differently, and seeing where the opportunities are. So uh, I will be very involved in that process. When you look at college athletics, do you see a specific target demo as far as a what what where you want to attack as far as a, an agent in a male female is there a specific target demo when it comes to collegiate well, athletics I, I, well first of all you know obviously i'd love us to be gender neutral i mean that's critically important for me just as someone that's been a marketer and i i want our our following to be very diverse i think that's critically important that being said i think we need to get younger uh obviously um I, you know i want you know, my son, you know, who's a big sports fan, I'll use, uh, sports fan, I want to use him as an example. You know, as a young teenager, I want him to follow college sports, and I want him to develop an, uh, you know, affinity to, to, to the industry, not because he went there, but because it provides him something he can't get elsewhere. And, and I'd love to see that directionally. And if we could do that, get, you know, get these young consumers to, to engage with us earlier than they, they have before. And again, not because they're going to a particular institution, but because they like what we're doing here in, in college sports in general, that would be a great thing.
Well, you mentioned uh, yesterday when we visited briefly, uh, pretty good connections with Baylor already. President Livingstone was on the search committee. She introduced you formally yesterday, and you said you and Mac Rhodes uh, talk quite frequently. Mac is terrific. <laughs> really, I, I love his energy, his engagement, very knowledgeable. You know, when, when I think about the ADs in general, and, and, and maybe, again, maybe I, I bring a different philosophy, it kind of gets back to this whole commissioner thing. You know, I look at them as my colleagues. Mm. Like, we're in this thing together. You know, maybe I'm the quarterback, mm -hmm. but we're all in it together. We're on the same team. We share the same vision and mission. You know, I, I've never got caught up in my career of, you know, who, who's the president, who's the CEO. Uh, we're all in it together. We're all teammates. And obviously, when you're on a team, you got to have a quarterback. But that being said, we're, we're all in it together. And, and I have felt that with our EDs. I mean, they have been fantastic to me. And I'm keeping them informed. Of, of You know, we're doing weekly Zooms, which is great. Um, in fact, we have another one tomorrow. And, and I'm doing the same thing with the presidents. But Mac, in particular, has been great, uh, very supportive of me, very welcoming. But all the ADs have. Biggest challenge is it uh, is it realignment? Is it NIL? Is it uh, is it the transfer portal? What do you see as is the biggest challenge facing college athletics and maybe the Big Twelve specifically as as you get started? I've got to dig into that. It's a great question. I mean, I'm going into it right now, saying they're all important. You know, it's you know student um, athlete well being, right, and and health and wellness. Um, you know, the things that the Transformation Committee at the NCAA is working on, obviously the transfer portal, NIL, CFP expansion, all those things collectively are things that I'm reading about, digesting, asking questions about. So they're all very important. Is one more important than the other? I don't know. Uh, too early to tell. Um, but there are a lot of challenges in college sports. And Hopefully I can take a leadership position as I get a little bit more acclimated into, you know, how we address all of them going forward. But I'm excited to be part of the process. I liked your answer yesterday. Somebody asked you about um, uh, the time frame with Texas and OU leaving. Would it be better if they left now, stay, you know, for another couple of years, new schools coming in next year? You said you wanted it to be a win-win situation. It's got to be a win-win. And, yeah. and I said that earlier today. I mean, I, I look at any deals I've done. Um, historically, and you, you want to end up where it's a win-win. It just, it, it's just a better approach to take, and that's the mindset that I come in with. Now, that being said, it's got to be in the best interest of the conference, but there's no reason why it can't be a win-win. And um, if and when, uh, you know, I have a conversation, you know, with Texas and Oklahoma, that's that'll be my approach. As of today, I've not been contacted obviously it would probably be inappropriate to contact me since I haven't officially taken over but when I do I'm not naive to think that I'm not going to get that call mm. and I'll be prepared but for me it'll be about sitting down listening understanding you know their point of view and then ultimately responding in the in a way that's most favorable for us but provides everyone with a win-win it's funny how much work you're doing for the Big 12 and you hadn't even started yet. Isn't that funny how that worked out? No, I know. I know. I mean, and I'm still transitioning out of my former job. But but it's all good. And, you know, candidly, it's it's giving me a bit of a head start. Yeah. You know, I've, I've met the my colleagues in the office, spent time with them, which has been great. Obviously, here at Media Days, getting to know people in the industry and, and listening and learning. Um, 
so it, coming in August 1, I'll have a, you know, my legs beneath me in, a, in a, probably in a better way than I would have if it was truly my first day. So learning by fire is not a bad thing. <laughs> we look forward to your uh, trip to Waco. And I will there be there many times over the next few years. I, I will be there for sure. And thank you so much for having me on. Yes, sir. It's great to have you here, and we appreciate your time. Thank, thank you. you. That is Commissioner Brett Yormark here on uh, ESPN Central Texas as we put the finishing touches and a bow on uh, the 2022 Big 12 Media Days uh, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. I, I thought it was a, a, a great couple of days. One of the things I was really concerned about is that we were going to do nothing but talk about realignment. But that, that wasn't the case. Right. It, it, it had its place here this week, but there was a lot of other things that were discussed as well uh, that were more football related and Big 12 related, which which was refreshing, quite frankly. Yeah, uh, there was some football talk, which mm-hmm. was good. Yeah, you know, I would have hated it if it was all realignment talk and things like that but uh fun to see and hear from the new coaches in the league we had uh, sonny dykes on with us earlier today and uh it just just really fun to kind of start thinking football and talking football in the big 12 season uh you know not that far away first of september is when kickoff is Yep. Hey, it's been fun. Uh, We'll do it again in a year, I guess. (laughs) Right back here. Well, yeah. And and, how about we come back here maybe towards December 3rd? Yeah, something like that. I was going to say the first of December. Yeah. (laughs) So that'll be a lot of fun. All right. That is going to do it for us here on this Thursday. Thanks to everyone who's been a part of the program. Great job by Aaron back in the studio. Thanks to Lark for all of his technical assistance. And, uh, for John, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. We will we'll see you tomorrow right here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN Central Texas. It's time for the Spectrum Big 12 football preview. From the Big 12 Football Media Days in Arlington, here's the voice of the Bears, 